Praise the Lord. This is Pastor Johnson from Bethel Lady Church. Thank you for downloading our podcast. We are so glad we could connect with you through this podcast. Please ensure you subscribe to receive new messages every week. We pray this podcast builds your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and motivates you to live a life of excellence for the glory of our Lord. Thank you for your support. Enjoy the message. Wow. It's amazing how India has become an important part of the global pandemic and uh, how God's children have learned to not just cope with the situation but overcome uh, irrespective of what problems we go through. So now the Bible tells us that Israel when they came out of Egypt into the promised land as they were walking from bondage into freedom as they were moving out one night all of a sudden uh, they blew the ram's horn the trumpet and the whole of Israel walked out of Egypt and crossed the red sea from that night when they left Egypt on the 50th day they were at mount horeb and god appeared to moses and gave them the 10 commandments so this is something that was celebrated year after year right after the lord jesus christ was crucified he was buried on the third day he rose again from the dead and he appeared to his disciples about the 40th or uh, somewhere about that time from the time of jesus resurrection about the 40th day he ascended into heaven by about the 50th day on the day of celebration on the day of pentecost the bible says and the holy spirit came down so today pentecost sunday is commonly called pentecost sunday in the catholic or uh, orthodox or uh, you know presbyterian or protestant or methodist church calendars because they say it is commemorated as the sunday where the holy spirit came down and is mentioned in the book of acts chapter 2 so today uh, i'm i'm going to uh, have us learning from the bible about hope in christ jesus uh, in reference particularly to the holy spirit of god also because today is the pentecost Sunday where the 120 disciples of the Lord Jesus including mother Mary were gathered in the upper room of Mark on that 50th day the bible says and Jesus sent his holy spirit and the holy spirit came upon the 120 and they began to speak in other tongues and the holy fire of god appeared above them and over 3000 people who heard all of these things and saw all of these things and listened to the message of Peter who preached the salvation about 3000 of them were baptized on that one day what an amazing story and then i want i want us to look at the spirit of hope the holy spirit is the spirit of hope if you really have the holy spirit you have the spirit of hope inside of you Every time you are fighting hope you are actually fighting the spirit of hope when you are fighting uh, the hope that God puts in your heart when when God is putting a possibility in your heart and and you want to doubt it and you want to fight that uh, sense of possibility you are actually fighting the holy spirit who is working in your life because the holy spirit is the spirit of hope 
But why is hope so important? Now, many people might say, oh, you're just a motivational preacher. You're just trying to motivate. Excuse me. I'm not just trying to motivate. I am motivating you. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of hope. I don't function in my own spirit. I don't function in any other spirit. I like to function in the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the spirit of hope. Now, let me give you, and that's not bad. That's not bad. That's a good thing. Let me give you some scientific facts. Scientific facts, hope research analysis, research-based statistics tells us hope produces better health over a longer period of time. People who have hope and people don't have hope. People who have hope have better health. People who have less hope have not so good health. Which one do you want? You better listen to the whole message. Catch the spirit of hope, the Holy Spirit in your life. Research tells us Hope helps keep depression away. Yep, you're struggling with depression and doctor gave you some medicines. Please take some doses of Holy Spirit hope in your heart. It's going to help you much more. Hmm. Hope affects your perspective of reality. Yes, your perspective, human perspective of reality gets altered when you have hope in the way you look at things. And that's a better way of looking at things. Whether you look at your family life, you look at your career, you look at, uh, you know, prospects of your future, add a dose of Holy Spirit hope. Hope causes people, this is all scientific data, hope causes people to become successful in academia, academics, in sports, athletics, and <laughs> in politics. Mm -hmm. Hope motivates you to make more meaningful efforts and work harder and smarter in the direction of what you know you should be doing. Hope actually helps you move forward. This is science. Now I'll come to the Bible. Bible tells you more than what science does. The more science discovers the Bible, the better it gets educated for itself. Now the problem is if you don't have hope by the Holy Spirit and if you have hope by friends who give you advices which is opposed to God's word, uh, peer pressure, advertisements, false counselors, that's a wrong hope. And guess what happens? Most of the drug addicts and habitual addicts who are not able to break away from their wrong habits and vices have actually become people who hope and use hope to deny the reality and to stay in the bondage. And that's an unfortunate scope of hope. It's called false hope. And anybody in false hope, you need the spirit of hope to put you in the right direction and you hope for the right things in your life. Let's look at one scripture, Romans chapter 15 and verse number 13. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and Peace, because you trust in him. Let's read that one more time from the beginning. I pray that God, the source of hope. Who is your source of hope? Not your job. Who is the source of your hope? Not your future. Well, all of those things are good and can be add-ons to your hope. But let God and his presence be your greatest source of hope. Because God will never fail. Heaven and earth may pass away. His word will not pass away. 
Hallelujah. God was here even before this planet was created. And God will be here forever. Therefore, put your hope in God. Let God be the source of your hope. And let Him fill you completely. Not partially. Not little bit. Not just on a Sunday morning. Let God fill you completely with joy and peace. The other day someone wrote to me saying, Pastor, I just love to listen to your messages. Every day I'm listening to your messages. You preach only once on a Sunday. So now I'm listening to your three-year-old message, five-year-old message. And, and the email says, because when I hear your message, I feel happy, I feel peaceful. And I want to suggest to all such people, and of course wrote back to them saying, you know, if you want to be filled with peace and joy, it's not just watching my message, but it's getting the Holy Spirit in your life. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Spirit of God, the source of hope, fill you completely with joy and peace. And look, this joy and peace is proportional to your trust in Him. How you trust in Him. That proportion of your trust in Him. The higher the trust, the greater the joy and peace. You see, your joy and peace is not based on your problems. Your joy and peace is not based on your sufferings. Your joy and peace is based on your trust in God, the source of your hope. The more you trust in Him, irrespective of what you're going through in life, the greater joy and peace. Because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I love this divine confident hope. Because sometimes some hope is hopeless hope. You know, <laughs> let me explain it to you. <laughs> there are people who go to the doctor knowing that nothing's going to work, but hoping that something may work. Right? That, that's called the hopeless hope, right? It's, it's less of hope and just more of uh, action and more of religion and more of culture and more of rhetoric and more of just doing the duty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So God's word says, that's not the kind of hope God gives you. It's a confident hope, a confident hope. And this hope that God gives you is filled with discernment and wisdom. Why? Because otherwise false hope will confuse you. See, a lot of times if the Holy Spirit is not the source of your hope, you can be deceived by people who peddle hope with false promises. Oh, give me so much money, I'll get you a job. You know, do that for me and I'll do this for you. And many God's children also get tricked by these cons, by these tricksters, because you don't allow the Spirit of God to be your hope. And you, you get excited about all these flashy things and get cheated. Let the Holy Spirit be your sense of hope. Then discernment will become a part of our Christian life discernment, you, you begin to sense, you begin to understand and people can't take you on a ride just like that. It's not just a natural wisdom, but a supernatural wisdom that God gives you. And this discernment will protect you from false friends. They may pretend to be your friends, but they actually love your money or they love your good looks, you know, or, or they pretend to be people who really care about you, but what they care is about themselves. And how you could be an add-on to their themselves and selfish feelings. So the Bible says, let your heart be filled with trust in God, who is the source of your hope. Yes, 
When someone says something or there's a possibility somewhere, don't put all your hope there. Put all your hope in God and say, God, you're my hope and show me if I should go in that direction. And guess what? God will help you move in victory by the power of God. You know, when you talk about this, God gives you a promise and, and, and you're moving in that direction with hope. Your biggest battle comes, the closer you get to your promise, the battle becomes bigger. Why? Because the devil knows he's got lesser time to stop you. The devil knows he's got a shorter space to stop you. So he gets all active before you can be healed fully, before you can get your miracle fully, before you can hit the target completely. That's in that space the devil comes to hurt you, attack you. That's when you need to pray more. That's when your hope should be built on the grace of God and don't get distracted. Hallelujah. You look at a woman who's going to have a baby and she's carrying and she's pregnant. You know, before her delivery is her greatest inconvenience. Her greatest pain is before the childbirth. Before she can see the newborn is when she goes to the maximum torture. And that's the same in the spiritual world. It's almost like a parallel. Just before you can see your breakthrough, you go through the darkest hours of your life, but that's when you don't give up and push forward in the hope that God is at work in your life. Hallelujah. Every Sunday, I keep preaching with passion, not just because of what I learn from emails and phone calls that come about how God's changing their lives, but also because I hope in God that he can take that five loaves and two fishes. Oh, multiply it and satisfy the thousands because our God is in the business of proving himself right and faithful. Amen. The space between where you are and the closer you have got to your miracle is the space where the devil's attacks get stronger. That's the space where he wants to take away your hope with feelings of inadequacy, feelings of unworthiness, feelings of bitterness sometimes, feelings of fear. Yes, it, it's all kinds of feelings. And you begin to think, ah, oh, I don't have the energy to go forward. I don't think this is going to happen. Don't you forget your greatest miracle, the brightest break of the day happens right after the darkest hours on the horizon. Don't you give up. Hallelujah. I love that song. I love that song. It's a slow song, but it says something to the effect of, hold on my child. Hold on my child. The darkest hour is just before the break of dawn. Amen. Amen. Daniel chapter 11 says something interesting. I want you to read the second part of verse 32. But the people who know their God, I tell you, I, I feel the touch of God on the scripture. But the people that know their God shall be strong and shall do exploits. People who hope in God know their God. Amen. They shall be strong and shall do exploits, unusual things. I, 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 want, I want to do a quick Bible study with you. Look, 
people who know their God will be strong. People who know Christianity may not be strong. People who know the church may not be strong. People who know stories about those who know God may not be strong and may not do exploits. But people who know their God from their Holy Bible, oh, they're going to be strong and they will do exploits. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the people that know their God shall be strong. Do you know God or do you know about God? Before my marriage, I knew about the girl I was going to marry. But after my marriage, I know her. Do you know about God or do you know God? Are you reading books about God or are you reading the book of God? The Holy Bible. The problem The problem is many people know about God and expect the same results as knowing God. It doesn't work like that. Those who know their God, those who have that personal relationship in prayer, in worship, in studying the word, hallelujah, they shall be strong and shall do exploits. Amen. Brother, sister, you're going to be strong, I'm telling you, because you know your God. Hallelujah. Now, when, when, when you want to know God, <laughs> a lot of times you hear people saying this, this curse from God, this is God's plan to destroy everyone because of sin. God is punishing everyone. Now, I'm not saying that sin doesn't attract a curse. Sin does. But it is sin's plan. It is devil's plan. It is human plan, not God's plan. The Bible says God so loved the world that he did not send Corona, but sent his own son, Jesus, to heal, to deliver. God doesn't send all these things. God sends healing. God sends miracles. God sends deliverance. Oh, pastor, where it is written in the Bible? Good you asked. All right, I'm going to show you. Because you need to know your God. Lamentations chapter 3 and verse number 33. He doesn't hurt people. The Bible says, God does not willingly bring affliction or grief to anyone. Hey, you like to know your God's character? Read his word. God doesn't hurt anyone. He doesn't like to hurt anybody. The Bible says that God delights in the prosperity of his children. You want to know when God is happy about you? One of the times is Psalm 35, 27. Let's read. May God, may those who delight in my vindication shout for joy and gladness. May they always say, what should you always say? The Lord be exalted who delights in the well-being, in the prosperity of his children. When is God happy? When you are well-being. That's the God. Understand who God is. Those who know their God shall be strong. Want to be strong? Get out of traditional knowledge. Come into the Bible knowledge. Hallelujah. So does it mean, pastor, that God won't punish us? Does it mean that God won't correct us? It means God will correct us. But not to destruction, but to promotion and construction. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 32. Nevertheless, when we are judged in this way by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be condemned. Look at that. God will not allow you to be condemned or destroyed or cast away or thrown out. But God will discipline you. Why discipline comes? So that you grow higher. That's the God of the Bible. Understand God. Then you will be strong. Let me give you another one. 
Because our God makes a way where there seems to be no way. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. Right, pandemic is common to everyone. God is faithful. Hallelujah. And he will not allow you to go through what you cannot handle. In other words, the nature of the God you serve, please understand him. When you go through struggle, he will give you the grace, he will give you the strength, he'll give you the ability to go through what you're going through and to come out victorious. Hallelujah. Look at that football. After one full game in the World Cup, that ball is still shining as if no one even touched it. Look at that. Look at that. The better the quality, the better it's going to remain. You are high quality in Jesus' name. No matter what you go through in life, you're going to come out as if nothing happened. Why? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Understand who God is. Those who know their God shall be strong. Amen. I want to close with one more verse. To understand who God is. His plans for our future are good. Come on. Maybe your plan for yourself is confused, but God's plan for you is good. Let's read. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts and plans I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts of and plans of welfare and peace, not for evil. I mean, how much more clear can God make it? God is saying, I want to give you hope. Hey, God gives you hope. How does he bring peace and welfare and victory through hope that he puts in your heart and the power that backs up the hope? The miracles that back up the hope. Those who know their God. Amen. Those who know this God of the Holy Bible shall be strong and they shall do exploits. You see, to understand the word of God, I tell you, you and I need the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, the source of hope, is so important to understand the Holy Bible. Now, many people, you know, they read newspaper, they understand. They read maths textbook, they understand. Then they read civics textbook, they understand. And so they think, oh, we understand Bible. Excuse me. Bible is not just about the words there. There is a spirit in it. And the revelation of God can be understood only by the spirit of God. That's why people who do masters in theology from some prestigious university may lose faith in God. Why? Because they didn't understand the Bible by the Holy Spirit. They misunderstood the Bible through just regular knowledge. Oh, pastor, now where is this coming from? First Corinthians, read. Chapter 2, verse 14. The person without the spirit of God the person without the Holy Spirit does not accept, does not understand, does not receive the things that come from the Spirit of God. And he considers them foolishness. And he cannot understand them. See, the Word of God came by the Holy Spirit. And they cannot understand the Word of God because the Word of God can only be discerned by the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's why the spirit of hope, the Holy Spirit is important when you read the Bible. You see, the Holy Bible is the only book. When you read, the author of the book will come and explain what he meant. 
Hallelujah. Because the author of the Holy Bible is the Holy Spirit. The Bible itself says that this book was written by the Holy Spirit through men and women who waited on him. So what happens is when you're studying the word of God and, and you allow the Holy Spirit to talk to you, he will reveal the scripture. That's why please don't try to understand the Bible through some debate man who is debating on the Bible. You know what he understands. This is written by the Holy Spirit and a Muslim man who's trying to, you know, whatever is not going to be able to explain the Bible because the Bible says it cannot be understood by such people. It can only be understood by a Muslim or a Hindu or a Christian or Buddhist or anybody who has the Holy Spirit in them. The Bible itself says that. Amen. So don't waste your time on what that Guruji is saying, that scholar is saying. Get into the word of God and ask the Holy Spirit to explain to you and people who follow Jesus to explain to you by the Holy Spirit so you will understand God. Many of you are confused about God because too many sources of information has jumbled up in your mind. Today, let it be washed away by the blood of Jesus so that good hope can come in Christ Jesus. Amen. Only the Holy Spirit can provide you accurate application of the word of the living God. So what am I saying? The Holy Bible tells you, get the spirit of hope in your heart. Get the spirit of hope in your life. Ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, I'm already filled with your presence. I'm already your child, but send more of your presence. Let me understand more of your scripture. Let me really learn more of your holy word. You know, I'm so excited. Though on one hand, it's so painful uh, to, to go through stories of people who are going through pain. And yet, it's so exciting to hear testimonies. Stories of God's miracles. Hallelujah. Our God is a good God. Stories of unusual favor, stories of unusual breakthrough, stories of strength and grit and passion, stories that say, no matter what I lost, I won't give up. God is able to raise me up for his glory. Hallelujah. That comes by the Holy Spirit. And I want to encourage you today in the name of Jesus, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Pray for your church. And I, 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 you know why, why I'm saying these kind of things? Because when you keep praying, God, protect me from a pandemic, protect me from sickness, protect me. Your mind is so filled with those things. Some of you have more knowledge about all these problems than about God. In any married life, <laughs> in any married life, if the husband knows more about neighboring woman than about his own wife, deep trouble. Same thing in spiritual life. If a child of God knows more about the devil than about God, deep trouble. I'm not comparing neighboring lady to devil, but what I'm saying is, in the context of it, you should know more about your God. Not about the problem and the devil. Well, you need to be aware of those, no doubt. But you need to be closer to your God. You need to understand God more. And you can understand him only by the Holy Spirit through the word of God. Amen. You want to understand the God of the Bible? It doesn't happen through research. It doesn't happen through those kind of things. It happens when you submit yourself to the Holy Spirit. And those who know their God shall be strong and shall do exploits. This month of May is a blessed month in your life in Jesus' name.
It's a victorious month in your life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It's not a month of defeat. It's a month of victory. You know, this morning as we're going to pray, we're going to say, God, I need your Holy Spirit. Because without your Holy Spirit, I cannot live the Christian life that I'm meant to live, that I'm called to live. We're going to pray together. And I believe strongly in my heart, every promise of the scripture is going to be fulfilled as a blessing in your life. Whatever problems you go through, whatever struggle you go through, his mercy is going to be abundant. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, this beautiful morning, this day, we speak your blessing upon your children. Even as they go through struggles, as they go through blessings, whatever be the scenario of their life. Thank you for the spirit of hope that you've poured in us, your Holy Spirit. Oh, God of hope, thank you that you are in control of our life. Thank you, Father. And we pray that we'll understand your scripture as you lead us, as you guide us by your Holy Spirit. And that your people will walk in your victory with answers, with divine authority, with a sense of anointing. Hallelujah. We thank you, Master. Let your healings be abundant on your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your healing be abundant on your people. Let your miracle be abundant on your people. Thank you for you have done it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. I believe that you are blessed. Please connect with us for prayer or counseling. Please do call us or visit our website or visit us. The details are given in the description. We'll be glad to serve you. Do subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to encourage you in your journey in Christ. Please do share it with your friends too by clicking the share button. We are praying for you. God has great plans for your life. Thanks again for participating, listening. God bless you.